This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Today's top comment comes from XBreeX. It says, a lot of podcasts make me cringe or I find them boring. Megan and her guests are a delight to listen to. I'm always playing this podcast while cooking or in the shower. Such a pleasant listen. And since you said that, here's something that you might cringe at. If you want to view paradise. (laughs) Leave your comment for a chance to be read on a future episode of Just a Tip. I'm going to be continuously picking my favorite ones. So go out there and make it funny. Two, three, four. If you're looking for advice from a real girl who might not have the answers, but goddamn she'll try just a tip and you'll be on your way. With Megan Batoon on Friday. Welcome to Just a Tip, an advice podcast hosted by me, Megan Batoon. I recently started calling my cats Pooch Face Killer, so that's why I have a sane friend here to help me help you. Daniel Cloud Campos, hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Everybody says that, right, when you get on here? Thanks for having me. I guess. Isn't that weird? Like, there's nothing else that you can say, though. Yeah. Because you're like... Yeah, like, thanks for being here. You're like, uh, you're welcome? Yeah. There's nothing else you can say. It has yeah. to be thanks I'm for... happy to be here. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 I'll sh- I should use that. The other day, I was house shopping with a friend, and we walked in, and this guy was not welcoming at all to us. And so we walked in, and we were like, hi, how are you? And he was like, I'm well. I hope you're well also. Ooh. And then went back to do his own thing. And we were like, oh, that's one way to shut someone up instantly. Yeah. He did not even give you a chance to respond. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he I was hope like, you're well. Hope we're... you're well. Oh. oh. That's funny. <laughs> okay. That's good, actually. <laughs> I should use that. Really I like intense. talking to people. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I do. I- I'm kidding. Uh, we quick internet stalked you. We found out that you were born without a pulse. Is that true? Ooh. Where'd you find that? I don't know. Well, I did post it on my Instagram. <laughs> so I guess so maybe it was... it's that. Yeah, yeah. I was actually born. Um, yeah, I was. I was pretty much. Yeah, I didn't have a pulse. I was dead. Holy crap! It came out. Yeah. And then the yeah, doctor brought pretty, you uh, back to life. Extreme. Yeah, it took him like five minutes. You chose the the umbilical cord. Oh, uh, umbilical, uh, umbilical cord. Umbilical cord. Yeah, that was like around my neck. <gasps> so, and I was like a little late. I came out and I was like, like my my. I looked like a fish. That's what my mom said. Like uh, my skin was scaly. <gasps> I was like blue. No. Yeah, and it took him like five minutes to bring me back. How they just like unwrapping the cord or yeah, like they unwrapped it and I don't know exactly how they did it. I think I want to say they like did CPR. They whoa. I don't actually remember exactly. Well, obviously, why would you? You were dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think I that's when they it. like spank the baby really hard. That, I think that happens. Wow. Not regularly. I guess I've died a know. lot in my childhood. Then. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I got no, spanked I, hella. You did you? It? Did you? You didn't get spanked as a kid. I didn't get spanked. for punishment. I got other things. Like what? Like my dad would use his knuckle. Yeah. And hit you on the top of the head. <laughs> you never did that. Got that? <laughs> no. The Filipino family. No, no. The most Filipino thing my family did was uh, call me with this. Yeah. You ever get yeah. My dad does that. My dad does that too. I remember. Hey, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I would get lost in the grocery store and my mom would be like, Megan, Megan, and I wouldn't answer. And then she'd be like, Shh, and I would instantly be like a little crazy? raccoon. Yeah. It's like you're trained to like Truly. go off. It's like our cell phones. Yeah. When that bling goes off, you don't you just When the bling goes off. Yeah. There I met some person that was like trying to become more intuitive and they were like, When the phone goes off, imagine mm. who it is. Like don't look at it it until you know inside of your mind who you think it is. Oh. And you can, I guess, develop your intuition a little bit more by being like, and when it's like, ding, and she's like, oh, okay. I think Cloud is texting me. And then if it was you, then it's like, ooh, I'm developing my intuition. Your intuition. Your in- oh, that's interesting. I wonder if it works. I've never tried. I'm a little too antsy. I mean, I do get those things where, like, you, had, you think of somebody and that person texts you. Dude, that's so cool. 
Yeah. Well, because brainwaves are kind of similar as like, you know. Audio so, waves? Like, yeah. Everything like is energy. That's the coolest thing ever. I know. Truly. <laughs> like, honestly, I could talk forever about energy. It's so yeah. sick, though. <laughs> Truly. No, it's really dope. <laughs> I'm getting upset. <laughs> it's kind of mind-blowing when you think about it. Like, I don't, I try not to because I get, like, overwhelmed when <laughs> I think about what is actually happening in the universe. Yeah. And how much we don't think about it. And yeah. And it's, like, never-ending. Well, like, even the chairs we're sitting on are yeah. atoms, but they're just hugging each other. Yeah. Oh, my God. And we're not actually touching it. You Our know that, atoms right? are touching the, the chair no, atoms. Actually, there's always oh, space in between You're right. everything. There's always space. That's crazy. So we're, like, levitating. Whoa. That's tight. <laughs> we got magic. <laughs> Superheroes. That is wild. This, although I wish it were, it is not a podcast about science or atoms or physics. It's an advice podcast, and you send us questions that you're going through, sticky situations in your life that you're asking us to help you out of. We don't know if we can help you, but we're going to try our best. Mm. And uh, are you equipped to at least try? Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, th- I thought you were talking to the audience. Yes, I'm <laughs> equipped. <laughs> you're equipped. All right. I don't know. We're going to jump in and see... What people are going through. Okay. All right. Put yourself back in your high school years. Okay. Your high school mentality. Mm. Here we go. I'm a senior in high school and there's a girl I've had a crush on for about two years now. I was talking to one of my oldest friends from the sixth grade about it and found out that he also has feelings for her. Mm. I want to be a good friend, but I really like this girl. Do you think I should take a chance and ask her out or stick to the bro code and walk away? From guy talk oh did you ever like a girl that your brother also your brother that a friend also liked yes oh my god that happened yeah that happened a lot he's like this was yesterday yeah <laughs> wait so what happens i no it's tricky it's a very tricky situation because she's only gonna like one person right she can't i mean she could like both i guess yeah and i you know i think girls like the attention of both having an option i don't know true that's is it, true is it true i get yeah, yeah if two <laughs> of course we want more people to like us though. yeah but they get to choose yeah that's the bad really part like. yeah and but the like, guys don't have the choice what do you mean? Well, if the, if it's two guys and one girl, they don't have. Like, yeah. It's not up to them. It's up to the girl. That's what would you do anything in order to get ahead to make the girl r- fall in love with you more than the other person? No, I'm not a. I'm not. I've never been someone to compete with my friends. Like yeah. I always like to do it work out the way it does, and I usually lose every time <laughs> because like I never make any moves. So the, even if the girl likes me, like, yeah, I had this happen to me so many times with my friends, like. I had girls that liked me, but I'm shy and I don't approach or make any moves because it's not my thing. Yeah. But my friends are. They're really aggressive. And so they get confused. Like, maybe he doesn't like me. So I guess I'll go with the one that's being aggressive. Right. So I always like, and I'm like, damn. I know. Yeah, That's it's what kinda sucks whack. about not telling people when you like them. I do that all the time. I yeah. never tell people when I like them. No. That's why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. But I have you always that. been shy? Yeah. Like I from- just childhood i've been yeah i've been shy um but it's when i look back now it was more like a game Mm. it was like a mysterious thing that i like played to make people interested and then they were just like i'm confused yeah i mean they're (laughs) no they're confused but yeah they're confused but they're like interested you know what i mean they're right why is he so like mysterious how come he doesn't talk that much and why is he always in a corner working on something like (laughs) what is he doing over there you know, like, and I know I was I was kind of a little bit aware of that. Like, I knew I was getting, like, some sort of attention, and like, around me. Yeah. Um, and I was using it. I was kind of clever in that way. Like, I would wait. I would let things come to me, like, on organically without doing anything. Sure. Like, I was very popular in school, but I had no friends. Whoa. Yeah, it was really weird. How does that work? I don't know. Everyone knew my name. <laughs> I, walk, I walk down the hall, people go, Campos. And I'm like, hey, man. And I just keep walking. But I think because the dancing aspect. When did you also, start dancing? I was 11. Why did you start dancing? Um, I saw it at a bowling alley one day. Oh, my at dad, a bowling alley? Yeah, my dad was like a professional bowler. 
So, okay. And he was in the military, so he would we would every Monday we would go to the bowling alley and he'll bowl in the league and I would be outside playing and then I saw these guys in a circle and I thought it was a fight. Yeah. But they were actually just breaking and I was like, Whoa. And I was Whoa. with my brother, I was like, Kevin, you see that? <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, that's called breakdancing. And I'm like, How do you know? And he goes, Because I know how to do it. No. And my brother knew how to do it. It was like and he was like my superhero at that moment. It was dope. That's was really sick. Cool. And then so instantly you were like, I need to learn how to do that. Yeah, yeah, instantly. It was like the only first time in my life where I was like, that's what I want to do. Whoa. Yeah, it was cool. That's wild. But we, we went off topic. That is the topic, <laughs> to go off topic. <laughs> oh, is that what this is about? Okay, <laughs> no, cool. You're fine. That's so cool. I wanted to learn how to dance because I saw an NSYNC Madison Square Garden oh, video. Oh, shit. I had an NSYNC day, uh, NSYNC like whole phase. What do you mean? Like, I was so into them. Like, how into them? Like, I would dress up. Not like them, but I would, like, make my own clothes. Like, I had a group of friends that were, like, like into it. And Wait, we, so like, you we would... made our own clothes, rhinestones, and, like, <gasps> and like we knew the choreography. It was crazy. That's I learned how to do <laughs> choreography from playing it in slow motion and learning how to do it and then p- playing in fast motion and then doing oh, it along really? with it. Yeah. Wow. I could see that. I <laughs> could <laughs> see you doing that. How old That's were you? so wild. I don't really know. I guess I was like maybe in the sixth grade. So how old are you when you're in the sixth grade? Like 11? Okay. Yeah. I guess right. we're kind of the same so age then. I was, in high, I was in high school. But I didn't start taking class until I was 18. Right. Because I didn't know that that existed. <laughs> right. And how old are you now? 27. Okay. How old are you? 35. Cool. I love that, yeah. like, we're friends and we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that weird? Like, I don't ask any of my friends how old they are. I, yeah. I think a lot of my friends are different ages than they are. <laughs> right. I'm well, like, yeah, oh, you're you... 25. And she's like, no, I'm, you're, you're, I'm your age. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just look 25 and I'm like winking. Yeah, I Yeah, 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 yeah. And you basically have their energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do that a lot. Dang. Okay, back right. on topic. Okay. This is not That's about NSYNC. This is about that whole Liking the thing. same girl. I don't know if two girls have, you know what, this has happened to me. Two girls have liked the same guy. And honestly, this happens. I'm mad. <laughs> that happens a lot. I two girls liking the same guy. Yeah. Really? Doesn't on it? your end? It's only happened to me one time, and it has made my life very different. Because someone was like, basically, we both thought the same guy was cute, and she was like, "I called dibs," and I was like, "Well." Oh, she said it. Yeah, I was like, "Well, I guess she, I guess she called dibs," so I can't. <laughs> but like, I could have. But in the back of my mind, dibs. And why is a 27-year-old, like, ob- obeying to dibs? Oh, is this recently? I mean, a couple years ago. But okay. still, I'm not 12. Yeah. Dibs, I mean, I guess dibs do No, dibs matter. is, like, in high school thing. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> but I really obey it. You obeyed it. I did. Well, yeah, because, and that automatically puts the whole situation, like, upside down. Like, it's it weird, it then. They put all the cards out, and then you're like, uh, do I want to burn your cards, or do I want to respect them? Right. Because what they're really saying is, like, we're going to test your friendship right now. I call dibs. I'm going to see what you do. What's your move? <laughs> yeah, like, it's really, like, it's kind of messed up. <laughs> it is. Instead of just letting it happen well, it happens. And now we both don't have this guy. <laughs> exactly. Because he probably didn't, he probably liked you, or... I wish he did. Oh. <laughs> What? <laughs> but that's for another time. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I couldn't imagine being on, on the guy. Because bro code, I feel like, has more weight than gr- girl code doesn't really exist. Really? It exists, but not. it's not called bro code. Well, it, it's it's what's governing Bra-code. you accepting the dibs. Right. It's it's an unspoken bro code. It's a unagi female code. <laughs> we don't have to say it. It's a telepathic bond that yes. we don't need to bring up a bro code. We just get it. Even if my friend is looking at a guy, I look the other way and I go, you get a girl. Really? It's just like, yeah. Yeah, it's just... Do you do you base it off depending on how you are in your life? Like, actually, I'm good. You could have it. You can have it. Yeah. Do you do like, yeah, I'm doing myself. I don't need that. Like, It'll be selfish of me because I know she would need it more than I do. So oh, you do it like that. That's nice. Yeah. I think I just do it in a way of like, I don't want to fight about this. So go for it. Right. And yeah. there's so many other men in the world. Yeah. I mean, there are, but like, there's not. 
Right. There's only, yeah. I guess, yeah, it all de- it depends on the situation, I think. Right. And their situation is they're want- wanting to know if they should ask her out or stick to the bro code and just leave. But she he's had a crush on her for two years. But his best friend is from sixth grade and they're a senior in high school. So, like, that's a bro, like, for real. They've been together forever. Like, I mean, it's always just talk to them. But I wonder if... This guy has talked to his yeah. friend and been like, what do you think? Right. Have they both? It depends on if they're both honest with each other and how they're talking about this situation with each other about the girl. Do they both know that they both like her? He, one, The guy that wrote in said that he was talking to the other friend and found out that he has feelings. So it, maybe they didn't talk about it and this guy has just learned about it. And so he's and the he's one that's the one like... stopping it. Yeah, because right, 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 the other right. guy is super oblivious. He doesn't know that they both have feelings for her. I mean, the first thing in any relationship between them two, they got to be honest yeah. with each other. They got to be like, look, I know you said you liked her, but I do too. <gasps> um, so I don't know. So let's fight. Yeah, it's, <laughs> is that what happens? In so, I mean, I brought these brass knuckles. You and I could put them on. <laughs> Just go I love for that. it. Even in a fight, you're still providing them with something. <laughs> yeah, being brass knuckles is, always solves everything. But I, I don't know. I think, um, really, at the end of the day, it's not up to them, and it's it's up to the girl. And like, if you are really, if you are a good friend, and the girl happens to like your friend. You have to be happy for him, right? Instead yeah. of like hate him because she ended up liking him. That's all jealousy and ego and insecurities. Like that has nothing to do with friendship, right? Anymore. But who goes first to tell the girl that they? Because both, of, I don't think she knows either of them like her. Yeah. What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly. Kimberly. No, I was insane. Um, I don't know. I think it just. I guess it depends on who's a bigger person to be like. Because I've been in a situation, and I've, I've said, why don't you tell her and then see what happens? Yeah. See what, it's, what she says instead of trying to let things happen and go out, go the way they do. Uh-huh. Um, but, but, yeah, then it's like, well, I don't want to do that. I just want it to, like, happen, like, see how things happen organically. And I'm like, okay. Um, but what if it goes a different way and she starts organically liking me? Yikes. And then what? And I don't know. It's it's such a tricky, and I've, yeah, I've gotten to really bad situations because of it. <laughs> what would you do? If you're in this position, you liked this girl, but you found out your best friend also likes her. Um, I will probably, I'll probably step back from everything and let everything happen organically. Yeah. Like, that's what I would do. I wouldn't try to force anything because I, that's me as a person. Like, I never tried to, um force anything or try to plan anything to happen like and st- strategically try to move things around i just try to let things happen organically and if it happens to be that she's with him then great yeah then, but you liked her for two years oh if i like somebody I for know. two years and solve my best friend with them because then you're gonna have to be around them because that's your best friend she's and if they get together obviously like your best friend's gonna want their best friend to meet the girlfriend and then yeah. you're gonna be like oh my god this hurts every single time but I feel like things change, like friendships change, like you meet new friends, you, you, I think when you move forward in your life, you have to look out for like what is serving you in the end of the day. And if that friendship has to end because you just can't be around it, it has nothing to do with them. It just happens to do with your own sanity and like becoming, I don't know, like it's, it's not the end of the world. What would be the end of the world? <laughs> It's Let's not because it that. really isn't. It really isn't the end of the world. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be more girls, but what if this is the one? Does that exist? If they, if they are the one, then they'll be the one eventually. <gasps> All right. I hope you're right. Organically. <laughs> Organically. That's my word. Did we answer this? <laughs> Kinda. I don't know. What did I say? Anything? <laughs> well, you were you were saying that like it would be really what hard. What would you to do in that? that happen? Yeah. What would you do in that situation? If I was the boy? No. If you're you're. If, if I'm me? Yeah. Ooh, I get to be me. Yes. I love that. I love when you're I get to be. You're not a boy. Me. You can't. You don't know how boys think. So. <gasps> you're right. I don't. Uh, 
I wish I did. Wait, so I'm me. Am I the girl in this scenario? No. No. I'm just another girl that- You're the girl with the friend, the best friend who likes the same guy. Ugh. I mean, I would walk away and I'd be like, I would rather not deal with this because I don't like confrontation. Yes. But that sucks because then I would see them together if he liked her and then it would be bad for a long time. Really? Yeah. I still am sad about things that had happened in the second grade. (laughs) <laughs> and Damn. they just develop with interest of my embarrassment level. Really? You don't learn, like, when you look, as you get older, you don't look back and go, that was so, like, not a big deal. Ugh, I look back and I feel like my bones are getting shaved off. Well, like, it's viscerally painful of things I mean, that I'm embarrassed about from the sixth grade. It depends on the person and how, how traumatized they get by situations. Oh, I'm, if someone doesn't wave when I let them in in traffic, I'm shredded. <laughs> Oh, for damn. days. That's terrible. I'm so sensitive. Yeah, I know. I mean, I had I had one one situation where I was like in love with this girl in high school. Yeah. I even wrote her a love letter and like all this stuff. In cursive and, like, or nah? Cursive. <laughs> oh my- <laughs> I think it was in cursive. Cute. I think so. And I put it on her car Aww. like window. And uh, I told all my friends about it. I was like... Man, I'm just so in love. I just can't stop thinking about her. And they're like, well, have you told her? I said, yeah, I wrote her a letter. She hasn't replied to it. And um, <laughs> I find out years later that one of my friends, like, behind my back. No. Yeah, no. with her. Wait, oh, wait, wait, okay, wait. They took the letter off? The... No, no, no. They oh, just... so she'll suck up. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> he just hooked up with her. Oh, that sucks. Like, without... But it would have been worse if he took the letter. Oh, and ripped it up? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can rip it up. Yeah, sure, for sure. And it, that's that's it. no, but it, yeah, it up. no, but that yeah, that then if I would have found out then I would have been like devastated. Yeah, of so course. So pissed off. But I didn't find out. Somebody else told me about it years later. Dang. And I found out about it, and I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. And I'm still like, he's still one of my best friends. Where like, is she now, this girl? Have you like looked her up? No, she. We're still. Oh, we're cool. like, you still know her. Yeah, that's I sick. Still, we're like brother sister now. Cool. <laughs> Our like, parents got married. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we're like uh, technically like family. <laughs> Very good. We helped. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. It, it, it's a learning. Le- it, it's an experience that you go through in life. Yeah, that's probably not going to be the last time that you're in competition with somebody. Yeah. Oh. And that's when you test real friendship. Yeah. You know, how you guys handle that is how you're going to handle every situation from then on out. So keep note of how that shit goes. Yeah. That's what I would say to this person. For real, complete honesty. Yeah. Do you remember when you were 24 years old? I think so. Good, because this next person is 24. Okay. Good age, I think. I think 24 is a great age. It's a great age. Because it's right before 25. And 25 is when your life changes. Oh, my God. (laughs) My Yo. life's about to end. No. Do- <laughs> <laughs> it's getting too late. It's starting to get too late for anything I want to do in my life. No, 25, I think, is the best age out there. But I also haven't turned 30 yet. But I've heard 30 is amazing. No. <laughs> Did you say no? Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, I don't know. It, Cause yeah, 25, everyone's different. Here's my thing. 25 is when you start to figure out what your life is. Because... All the way up until then, you're still like, you don't know who you are. You don't know what you like. You're right. trying to like figure out exactly who you are without all these external stimuli of other people's thoughts and other people's opinions. And you go, now I'm starting to think for myself. Now I'm thinking about my future. And then I heard when you're 30, things are like, now my life actually is starting because at 28 is when it's called a Saturn return. Yes. And basically, right, uh, Saturn is. Uh, orbiting, I guess, and for your for 27 years, it takes Saturn 27 years. So when you turn eight, 28, your life starts to shift uh-huh. radically. Whether if you're if you've been doing good things, then it's going to be fruitful, and if you've been doing bad things, basically the world sh- shakes you and goes, "Hey, you're about to turn 30. Let's fix this because here's basically a second chance." Uh, what? <laughs> That's no, what kidding. I read. No, yes, that's uh. It's a very interesting, it depends on your perspective, because you could go different ways once you reach your 30s. Yeah. Like, you could, one, be very aware and learn that all that shit in your past was just not a big deal, and now you can move forward, like, 
not taking things so seriously and like losing a lot of stress from your life and just being like, yeah, now I'm ready to live. Yeah. Um, Because you make a big deal a lot of of things when you're younger, you know, everything is like, oh my God, like, and it's all, it's like dramatic and everything like that. And like, but like, or you can become very aware and learn a lot about yourself. You're like, damn, I got a lot of shit I need to resolve within myself. Yeah. And then it becomes a whole like, you know, towards the way of a midlife crisis thing. Where like you start to like, you know, take a, a huge step away from everything you're doing just to figure out yourself before you move forward, and right. which is another big step you, you got to have in your life. But it could be some of the hardest years of your life. Absolutely, like, I feel like when I reached my 30s is when I started to like, you know, I lost this like drive of like that young drive and just wanted to make my dreams come true. Like it, it became like because I started to realize a lot of that stuff was like a cover up from. Me wanting to make my dreams come true was like filling this void that I had to fill that I never dealt with. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know it was an issue until I reached my 30s. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I actually have, like, a lot of stuff I need to figure out before yeah. I actually move forward. So 100%. it's kind of like, yeah, it's, 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 it, it just depends on the person. I feel like regardless of person, everyone goes through that. Because, like, some people could be 24, some people could be 34, some people could be 54. Yeah. But everyone yeah. at some point has that kind of self evaluation right. of like oh there is something that yeah. i'm trying to fill mm-hmm. i mean that that's what everything is is trying to fill yeah totally else. and then when i was like when i was like 22 i had this like by the time i'm 30 i'm gonna be doing like this that 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 and you reach your 30s and you're not doing none of those things Dude, that's how it's like when i was in high school and i was like when i'm 25 i'm gonna have a house i'm gonna be married i'm gonna like have all yeah, this yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and it's like i reached 25 and i was like lol yeah never <laughs> never. Nowhere, yeah, yeah. You, you never want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like you I know. figured, it's so. But that's also like I was from Florida, and if I would have stayed in Florida, that's kind of the trajectory. Right. Like Twenty-five year exactly. olds have all of that. But when I moved out here, I was like, oh, timelines are very different in the entertainment industry. Totally. And like I can't even I can't even say like when I'm thirty, I want X, Y, and Z. It's like I don't have timelines anymore. It's just doing what you want to do when you want to do it. Yeah, totally. Because it's, it's like those are arbitrary it doesn't really matter if you hit them or not because if you hit them cool you're gonna make more like goals for yourself yeah but if you don't you're gonna feel bad about it yeah 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 so just don't yeah just don't (laughs) yeah well what was the question again we didn't even read it (laughs) (laughs) now we're gonna take a quick break while daniel cloud campus why do i say your whole name i don't know (laughs) while cloud gives us an extra piece of advice you can find on meganbatoon.com slash podcast and we'll be right back carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you because at carmax we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car you should love your car That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's get this quest. Quest. I'm 24 years old, and I'm still living at home with my parents, and here's why. I graduated college with a biology degree, but when I started working in the field, I realized I couldn't see myself doing it as a career. Now I'm stuck with $100,000 in student loans and a biology degree that I don't want to use. I have an interest in radio broadcasting and would also like to be an event planner. My thoughts are obviously all over the place, but that's not even my main concern. I really just feel like I can't grow while I'm still living at home. 
Do you have any advice about choosing the right career for you or how to take that first step moving away from parents? From in debt and in doubt. First of all, $100,000 in student loans. I can see how that just... Did you go to college? No. No. Did you ever want to? No way. (laughs) Never. I never had a thought in my mind, ever. Wait, so out of high school, you were like, I instantly, you already had seen that dancing thing in the parking lot of the the bowling alley, and you were like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Really? I mean, it's not like I I was made a goal that I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I just did it. I didn't think about where I was going to go or what I, I was just like, every day I woke up, I want to dance. Like I just danced every day <laughs> and I didn't even think, so college and any, I didn't even think I was going to finish high school. I didn't even think about school that much, actually. I just know I had to go to it. And <laughs> so I went to it and like, like no, nobody in my family graduated. Uh-huh. Like, high school? High school. Um, and I was the first one, I told my mom, I'll be, the, I'll be one of your only kids that, to graduate. So I did it for my mom. And but I barely graduated. I didn't even <laughs> show up to my graduation. That's how little I cared about like that thing. Yeah. Um. And by the time by that time I was I was like ready doing like a, I was dancing like doing a show at Universal Studios. What show? This thing called it was a show called Street Breaks. What happened in it? It, was it sounds like a four very man, intense. Yeah, it was like a four man, um, group, and we all just did routines and like we come out and it was at Universal Studios in the New York area and we bring out right. linoleum roll it out and a oh. sound speaker and like we just gather a crowd and we just dance for them we do a little show so that was your first job that was like my first job yeah whoa yeah no why did i like a telemarketing thing for Ooh. like two uh. weeks how was that it was the worst thing ever it's terrible it's like probably the worst thing you could do what was the training like like what was your first day they were like here's a script they don't have... let them hang up yeah <laughs> They have like, yeah, don't let, yes, don't let, they have rebuttals. Like when they say something, well, I'm not really interested. There's a thing that says, I'm not really interested. And then there's a response. Oh my gosh. And it's so robotic and like, I'm not great at reading. So it looks like I'm, sounds like I'm reading yeah. something. And I didn't memorize anything. And then if you get a sale, everybody's names are on the board and everybody, you know, and when you get a sale, they go up and they market. Do you get commission if you sell more? Yeah. If you get commission. Yeah. I hate that. I hate commission. Yeah. That's how you make the money. Yeah. By sales. But I'd rather do something else. That was terrible. It was the worst thing. I never sold anything. <laughs> you <laughs> never made never one made sale? Never made one sale. I exactly. Would, I wouldn't week. make any sales either. No. I, work, I used to work at American Apparel, and it was commission-based. If you sold more, you got more shifts. I was right. working like one day a week by the end, and yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just closing because I don't really like people very much. And so I was like, I was working the fitting rooms because I could just like be away from everybody for a while, and then I see them for a second, and then I lock them up like it's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh my god, I loved closing because I'm super OCD in particular, oh. and I know that you're also particular. I want to talk about that too. Okay, cool. But I'm so particular with everything, so even like in my own closet, I like finger space my hangers. I could see. I- I, I, know. <laughs> I put. It was so wild though at American Apparel. They made us line up the neckline of all of the T-shirts with all of the hangers, so that if you looked at it from like a side profile view, all of the necklines were also lined up. What? For what reason? People walk in. And you did it. I loved doing it. And you it. loved doing it. And I loved it. That's what the reason. I was, was a for. machine. I was right. so good at closing. I should have gotten commission for closing. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> That just shows you weren't meant for that. You were meant for something more. <laughs> yeah. Because it was unappreciated. <laughs> something yeah. weirder. I relate to Monk a lot because his life. <laughs> to what? There's a TV show called Monk. Oh, yeah. And he is so OCD. And I remember that. one time I was uh, I was talking to this guy. And it was so funny because was, I was telling him about, like, my OCD tendencies. And he had sent a clip of Monk. It was like a GIF of Monk. And he goes into a doctor's office. And there was a bunch of vials of blood from other people's samples for yeah. some reason. And there's other people's blood, but he needed them to all be level. So he starts mixing other people's vials. Oh my God. <laughs> until they're one level. <laughs> That's a great setup. It's That's so amazing. good. Oh shit. I need to see that. It's yeah, it's just because he couldn't stand it. Yeah, he just like rinse people's. <laughs> I was like, "That's me when I'm closing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Well, yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, it's what to say about that, about the whole... What, well, I guess when did you... college to 100000 damn. That's too much money. When did you move out of your house? I was 15. 15? Well, I was failing school because I never, my dad or nobody ever took me to school. And <gasps> like, it was like, and I, I had a very hard time waking up in the morning. Like, I still do. Yeah. Like, I snooze like a thousand times before I wake up. Like, mm-hmm. I set my alarm like two hours before I want to wake up. Oh, my God. Just to get up. But, uh, so I developed that since I was a kid. So I was always late. I was missing school all the time. And then, um, I had a, one of my best friends at the time live right down the street from the school. So I moved in with them when oh. I was 15. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then, so, uh, yeah, that's when I moved out of my family's home. And then after, during, like, summertime in high school, I would move to Orlando to live with my crew. Right. And there was, like, nine of us in a one-bedroom. In a one-bedroom? Yeah, it was amazing. What was the bed situation? What was the living situation? It was crazy. So right when you walk in, there's a door right in front of you, and that was my room, and there was a closet. And I made like a little bed in there for myself because oh. I was like the smallest. And then like, did you sleep standing up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a strap so against the wall that I hold my <laughs> <Yeah>. forehead. <laughs> no, but yeah. And then there was one bedroom. There was one bed in the bedroom, and then the, um, a, be- a mattress underneath that slid out. Oh. And then like four other people just lay slept on the floor. For how long? For like a whole summer. Whoa. Yeah. And then you guys would all wake up and go practice together. Yeah, and we all worked at Universal then. Jeez, so you never, like, had alone time? No. No. <laughs> Did you like that? Oh, yeah, I had a blast. It was amazing. Whoa. Yeah. We were always doing something. We were always dancing. We were always hanging out. Like, we upgraded from, like, eating, like, Burger King to eating at uh, Denny's. And that was, like, for Ooh. us, like, it was, like, an upgrade. We are like, yo, we're eating at Denny's now, y'all. Oh. <laughs> How much was your rent? Do you remember? I think it was, like, 900 For the so, whole, for everyone? For the, Yeah, for everybody. But so no, they didn't know we were. Month? There was nine of us in there. It was only supposed to be like a one person or right. two people. But there was nine, nine of us. One time I went to Vegas for Hip Hop International. We were competing one year. Yeah. And it was six, five or six girls. And we were so broke. Like we had to get to HHI. And so we, we it was like this really gross motel. And we got one queen size bed. And all of us slept like sardines. Like one oh. person was like this way, was uh, like head to the headboard. And the next person was Foot feet to, to the headboard. Right, right, yeah, right, right. Alternating. Five. Tiny. What? Why were we doing that? I don't know. There's something about it I like though because it reminds me of like <laughs> kindergarten yeah. when everybody's nap time. Do you remember in, I guess it was in preschool, that it was like a rainbow tent and you would pull it up over your head and everyone run under it. And oh, it was yeah. Like a big mushroom and you sit down and you it were goes, under this amazing yeah, yeah. thing for a while. Parachute. Yeah, is yeah, that what it's called? Parachute. Mm-hmm. I was called parachute. I didn't know that. I love that. The uh, I went to a, that was speaking really cool. of Vegas, and a parachute. I, <laughs> I went to a Cirque show for the Beatles and they did that with... <laughs> Stop. All love? I talk about this all the time. Yeah, I went to it and they oh, had yeah. a parachute, but it was, um, I guess it was just white or blue or whatnot. And then underneath it, once everyone in the audience had to hold it like that. Right. And then so you were under it and they were projecting these different color blue lights and oh, it was waving right. from the air. So it looked like you were underwater. And I forgot what song they had played, but I was like, oh my God, this is the pinnacle of my life. This is, right, my right, life right, is going right. down. It's a when bell When did that curve. happen in this show? When, oh, I don't remember. Time didn't exist for that show. Really? It was, <laughs> did you really like that I show? I loved it. Off. Oh, it was damn. so good. I walked Because I love light. <gasps> What'd you say? I walked out of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not cutting out that silence. <laughs> I'm silent. But the thing is, you well, don't... I don't know if I saw it, because did, did they redo it? I don't know. Never. I saw it uh, last year. Okay. I think they redid it. And everybody's talking about the new... I think maybe they were talking about the new one. Because I think I saw uh, earlier, like, in the first version of it. What, did they have the parachute? I don't think they had a parachute. Why did you not well, like it? It was at a circle stage, right? Yeah. Um, I don't remember why I don't like it. That's why <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I, I feel like, like you're I hard to out. impress, though, because you're so talented. And you have such a specific artistic mind that, like... Everything that you do is so well thought out and so well done and so creative. And you think of, you, you play with light a lot and visuals a lot. So I'm sure it's probably hard to get impressed. No, but how, how does it compare to O? I didn't see that one. O is like my favorite one, for sure. Like the, Why my is it so good? Too. I don't know. It's visually, 
the way it ends, um, it actually ends with a oh, hot air balloon. <gasps> same type of thing, but it's like, I don't know. It just it, the feeling you get from it from the world and like because it's the water one and like oh. the stage like <gasps> turns into water. It's amazing. No. Yeah, it's that's really pretty cool. cool. The Beatles. So. The I think you saw the original one that came out in two thousand six, and then for their ten year anniversary they redid it. Okay, then. Oh, then, they must yeah. have done a lot. Then I gotta see it again because it was. I heard good. it, and everybody says it's amazing. But I'm like, well, you saw the same show, right? Because like I walked out of that one, and I thought it was terrible. Jeez. Yeah, I just hear stories about working in Cirque and like doing eight shows a week like that. Oh I yeah, never, it would kill me. That's why I could never do tour. Yeah, because like, you're doing the same dance kind of mindlessly for eight months or more. Right. And I was in a tour bus for only four days, and I was like, time is gone now. Like, I feel crazy. Really? Yeah, because you're sleeping in like a coffin, yeah. like an actual coffin, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know what time it is because you have a like a delineator kind of like that shoves you away. Uh-huh. Like when you're sleeping, there's little buttons on the side. Yeah, you snap them in. Yeah, you snap yeah. the button <laughs> so that you can't see the the outside or like yeah. people can't walk in on you sleeping or whatnot. And you're in a coffin. And it's so, it's like da- dead silent. It's pitch black. Right. Even, I mean, you could be sleeping until like 3 p.m. and it would be dark as heck. You wouldn't yeah, because they had double layer. They even the the area closed. Yes, off. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked you, to go on tour. You have to be at a certain specific age with this like this hunger to just be on tour and just traveling the world. Like, right. To I mean, do that's it. that's the cool part about it is yeah. like going to see these places that you would usually never get to go to for yeah. essentially free. I mean, you're getting paid for it, but like you're giving up a lot of your life totally. and like privacy and time and Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's a stable, it's a stable job like and you're going to do it for the next year or True. whatever. So you're like I don't have to wait for the next year. I'm going to see the world. I'm going to experience all this with these new people. Yeah. Um, but once you do it once, you're over it. You don't want to do it again. Right. I mean, for me, like I was I like, mean, I did it for 4 days and I was done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think that's you. That's not what you want. I feel to do. like it was, but even when I moved to LA to be a dancer, I that wasn't something that I wanted to do. I never wanted to like dance for Bieber or anything like that. Right. I just I really like doing music videos, but except for how long they were. But yeah, like I was I like, it's in and out. Like you do one rehearsal, one shoot day, and you're done. Yeah. Other yeah. than I mean, I, film would be the best. Like when yeah, Step Up was my best. first job. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Like. First dance job. Really? Ever. No. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. And then I started doing like Spanish award shows after that. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish award well, shows? The natural yeah. cycle. No. You know, that's the trajectory of any dancer. Yeah. You do step up and then you do Gloria Estefan special. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's end this question. That question. <laughs> yeah. I guess, how does yeah. You get out of it. Get out of home. You get out of home and. and 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 where he said pursue something, right? Yeah, pursue. he's wondering about like choosing the right career or stepping or moving away from the parents. And maybe let's answer to doing both of those, like getting away from home in order to to do the career that he really wants. Because yeah. he's a, bi- biolog- a biology degree. <laughs> he has Biologist. a biology degree. <laughs> but he wants to do radio and broadcasting and be an event planner. So like, what do you do if you have this degree and you have $100,000 in student loans? And you could probably get a job in this field, but you don't. You want to do something artistic. What do you do? Do you fall back on something that you know that you could support yourself? Or do you kind of take a leap of faith and go, I'm going to make this work? You got to try it. At least you got to try it. And you have to actually try it like full on for a bit just to see where it it takes time to do all that stuff. But you got to. I've never been in a situation like that because as what we just discussed, like I've just always followed what my passion was from the beginning and it wasn't it wasn't having anything to do with a career it's just something i like to do i mean but being in debt that much and i mean it is a tough situation that i don't know how to shine light on like the only thing i just say is just to follow what you're passionate about because that is that is the only gift you could give yourself in life yeah but i guess most how to people do is hard most people could hear that and go yeah obviously really great advice but yeah how could they do that if they are scared you know if someone's like well i don't know if it's gonna work out why would i throw away all this stuff to follow my passion like what can you say in your life that i mean 
it's kind of hard because everything is like worked out for the most part if people follow their passion in some way or the other because they either get successful or they at least tried and now you don't have that thing in the back of your mind like what if I did? Yeah. Either way, if you fail or you don't, you still went for it and you have an answer. Right. I mean, it's it is like it is your thoughts that that rule your life for sure. Like, and if you're if you feel stuck, like how do I do it? How do I, and you're questioning like you know. And you're you're putting that type of energy towards what you what you want to do. Like it's it's you all you automatically put a wall in front of you. Like I don't know actually how to answer that question. I mean, I guess honest. you did by following your passion. I mean, but that yeah, but it's such a vague, like response. Like follow your passion. Yeah, it's easy. But <laughs> yeah, we get it's it. Like, yeah, but it's true for I mean, it's true for anybody. Everybody's gonna have different passions. But it's I think what you said once that has always like made me think is do what you would want to do for fourteen hours a day. I said that? Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> but everybody's yeah. scared. Everybody's scared. Even people following their passion is scared. Like, oh, yeah. None constantly. of us know what we're doing. No. I think we should doing it every be day. very clear. Uh, yeah. There was a quote that I had printed out for a piece of art from Ricky Gervais, and it was like, you're going to have to help me out with this one. Something along the lines of uh, what I've learned about everyone is none of us know what we're doing. Yeah. Something like that. Let's see what it actually it's is. It's like a day-by-day thing, but we... Yeah. It's a... Uh, it was people freeing. People always ask me all the time. They're like... They write me all the time. They go, how are you, like, living life to the fullest? And, not, and like, you have, like, no idea. Like, <laughs> I... I, Like, yeah, I'm doing things that I love, but it's like I'm struggling doing it. Right. Too. And it's like, it's scary every single day because I have I am relying just on myself. Yeah. So just like you. Like, every day you're, you're developing your company, but you're the one running it. Mm-hmm. And... You, I'm sure you have those thoughts all the time that you could fail. Of course. Yeah. So, Absolutely. It's like if something goes wrong or it doesn't continue to go this way, like what am I going to fall back on? There's totally. always that. But, but what I find, I think what's really interesting is like when those those feelings and those fears, like that is showing evidence that you're actually alive because you're having these anxiety and these feelings constantly happening and that's what, why we have emotions is to feel these things. If you don't, if you just walk away and do a comfortable life, you're just like, you're mm-hmm. just existing. You're not feeling anything anymore. Right. Except for resentment, like, you know, resentment towards yourself that you never follow your dream and you have to sit with that. But that's. That would be horrific. That'd be terrible. Yeah. Don't do that. No. <laughs> like face the fear and like go like do the shit that you want to do. Like, and it's going to be scary, but it'll pay off in the end once you like at the end of it all. And you're like, damn. At least I fucking tried. Right. And that's, I don't know if you guys are like this, but it is definitely my issue is when I, it's in school or even in my Pilates class the other day, it was just a flashback to school because I usually knew the answer, but I was too scared to raise my hand on the off chance that I was wrong. Right. I didn't want to be ridiculed and embarrassed by myself and my peers uh, and everybody (laughs) in my head. And so at Pilates the other day, my instructor was like, can anyone tell me how many vertebrae you have? And I was like, 33, under my breath. But like, I didn't want to say didn't anything. Say it. Yeah, and yeah. like, he was like, anybody? Anybody? Silence. And I was like, Sorry. I know the answer. I know the answer, but I'm not going to say it. He was like, okay. And then someone raised their hand and was like, 28? And I was like, it's 33 in my head. And then he was like, no, anybody else? No one? I'm still quiet because I, yeah. I cannot be wrong, you even cannot. in a Pilates <laughs> class. And so he was like, you have 33. And I was like, I knew it. Oh, man. <laughs> I said that. You didn't hear me. <laughs> so, yeah, you just don't speak up. I don't. You don't say Just on yeah. the off chance I'm not right, even when I do. But like that feeling times a million is if you want to do something and then you don't go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't, I don't want to feel that. For me, I don't want to feel that for you. So I would say go for it. Try to do this radio broadcasting event planning thing. Give it all, like Cloud said. And then if you can't, at least you have the biology degree. You can work in that field and pay off your loans. And, and the live. more you think about it, the more it'll attract into your life. And before you know it, you're surrounded by all the people doing the things you want to do. Yeah. Like, it's true. It's crazy how that happens. You just yeah. got to think about it every day. Like, yeah. I, I Sometimes I, I think about, like, I'm like, damn, I haven't done anything. And then I think about it. I'm like, actually, I've done <laughs> everything everything that I've always set all myself to do. <laughs> yeah. Without even knowing it. Yeah. But, yeah. Speaking of things that you're doing, before we wrap up here, what is going on in the life of Cloud? What is going on? Um, tons of things. Too many things to actually uh, make anything happen. 
<laughs> but you, you know what I mean? Like you're juggling, like the way you juggle shit. It's like you do so much, but you finished a whole album, right? Of music yes. that you made. Yeah, like two years ago, I decided to like pursue music, which is a, a passion of mine for the past like over a decade now. That I just pushed aside because of fear. What we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was like cut out for it, but I really wanted to do it. But I was scared. Yeah. But then I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna just try it out. And I made it, like, yeah, I've, made, I've recorded a whole album now. I built a recording studio in my backyard. And, like, so you've sick. seen it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I made my first music video now. And, like, that's going to be coming out soon. And it'll probably be up before this podcast is out. Probably. So yeah. go watch it when go you're listening watch to it. this. Go yeah. watch it. Can you give the name of it so people can look it up? Or is that not out yet? No. It's, well, it's called Here I Go. That's the first uh, music video. Um, but the, the, the album is called Nightwalker. And, uh, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been writing a feature film called, um, it's an animated musical. Um, can you talk about it or no? Yeah. Well, no, I did give it, it'd be pretty much in one line. It's it's a chicken who doesn't want to be a chicken anymore. (laughs) It's so cute. (laughs) I've seen, uh, your drawings for it. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I shared it to you and Amanda that night. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. But just juggling all that stuff is like. And then also trying to maintain a career as a as a director or like performer. Right. It's like yeah, it's like a lot to I sometimes I wish I only had one passion. That's what I think. Yeah, right? It's like how, this is so much. How am I going to be good at all of them if I don't put all of my energy into, into one. one of them? Yeah. Like if I could only do if I did one thing I'd be like, "Oh, I'm the best." Yeah, but yeah, since yeah, I yeah. like to do so many things and I'm not the best at any of them, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, "Okay, I I'm passable at all of them, but like none of them I'm not like the best." Yeah, but the thing you, th- you have to think about is that you're never going to be the best right. at anything, mm-hmm. no matter how hard you try to do it. <laughs> There's always going to be somebody better. Thanks so for coming like, to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best. But yeah. well, the best is also relative. Somebody could think you're trash and another person can think you're the best thing to yeah. walk the earth. Totally. That's what's beautiful about it. Yeah. yeah. What's the your favorite thing that you've directed so far in your entire life? There's a couple of them, but one that's, that comes to mind is this Paramore video called Now. Cool. Um, it, was, it wasn't necessarily the, how it came out. It was just the experience. It was the first time I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. That's like of directing sick. and stuff like that, but like on set, you were like, "This is it." Yeah, it was just so fun. A bunch of kids running around blowing stuff up, and like, I mean, big kids. You know, everybody's <laughs> like, you know, it was a war fight right. scene, but it was like, it, but just how focused and sharp and a different person I became that day. Yeah, it just was like, okay, this is who I'm meant to be. Like, it was like one of those clear, you know, moments right. in my life. It wasn't necessarily the most, like, my favorite work I've done. Yeah, but in terms of like. Experience-wise, that one. That's so cool. Yeah. Dang. Where can people find you online? What's your Instagram? What's your Twitter? I don't. I don't use Twitter anymore. I think I don't know if it's even active. But it's all. The <laughs> your Twitter YouTube is channel. Dan Cloud Campos. YouTube is Daniel Cloud Campos. Let me guess what Instagram is. Dan Cloud Campos. <laughs> <laughs> If you have a sticky situation or a burning concern, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com and be sure to sign up Sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. Also, rate us five stars because based off my new pet nickname, let me remind you, Pooch Face Killer, I'm more unstable than I thought. And what will remedy that? Only five stars on Apple Podcasts. Very, very good. Thank you so yeah, much for thank coming you, by. Guys. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yes, bye. Yes, bye. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>